it was a crazy, crazy week at the Super Bowl. Um, I'm glad you said that people enjoyed the content that I was able to send back. I was hoping to get a couple other interviews um, that were <laughs> that were tough to get, including Coach Prime. Yeah, uh, I saw someone message like, "Why weren't you guys aggressive and try to get Coach Prime <laughs> for an interview?" I'm like, "Bro, if you had any idea how hard I tried to get Coach Prime for an interview, uh, then you wouldn't say that." But didn't work out. He was a busy guy. He obviously came in with a schedule, mm -hmm. uh, and I was, you know, trying to piggyback off of that. But maybe uh, got some groundwork laid for a future Love interview that. with Coach Prime. So we'll see if that happens. Um, but it was a hell of a week out there, and I have to admit, Jake, once you get in that bubble, mm -hmm. like you're just that's all you know yeah so i didn't hear anything what was going on last week i wasn't able to catch the show i heard uh the show with montana was great um uh, but i feel very out of the loop with the buffs for the first time since coach prime <laughs> was hired well don't worry we'll get you all caught up and uh we'll get you all square and right again but first we do have some news to talk about the pac-12 um we talked a lot about them last week ryan and uh doesn't seem like we're in a great place right now okay in terms of uh realignment in the media deal uh the media deal drama has been just all over the place so much so the pac-12 had to put out a statement today they said the 10 pac-12 universities look forward to consummating successful media right deals with the s in parentheses in the very near future based upon positive conversations with multiple potential media rights partners over the past weeks we remain highly confident in our future growth and success as a conference and united in our commitment to one another. Do you know what this is in response to, like directly? Uh, no. <laughs> so basically, just everyone's talking about how the Pac-12 is a joke, to the point where they said, "All right, we got to say something." It seems that way. Yeah. It's uh, you know, you had the SMU stuff last week. Uh, that was on Wednesday. George Kalavkov, the Pac-12 commissioner, went to SMU, tried to keep it hush hush. Was then seen at the basketball game and photographed. What kind of hush hush Dude, appearance is that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so that's what they tried to do. Uh, the SDSU thing, the interest has been pretty mutual, it sounds like. Okay. But this media rights deal thing seems like they're really struggling. The quote that we got last week was that um, from from George Kolovkov. He really, said, "I'm." Putting all my trust in you that that's how you say that name. I it's I think that's how you say <laughs> it. Um, he said it's tough to something along the lines of it's tough to sell your house when the neighbor next to you like sells it for lesser value. Talking about the Big Twelve and how they kind of took a little cut Yikes. in their media rights deal to get in front of this all and get a deal two years ahead of their scheduled. I was gonna date. say it's tough to sell your house when all of your neighbors are trying to leave the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> so, uh, which is obviously USC and UCLA. The same time, though, you have this Coach Prime card. Mm -hmm. That should be just such an elite card. I mean, I would literally, if I was George K, uh, <laughs> be going out showing, like, every person. Like, if you make a YouTube video right now and put Coach Prime in the headline, mm -hmm. like, you're doing numbers. Yep. Um, and... That's only a small sample. Obviously, that's not your entire case, but you're just saying, like, everyone's interested in this. Look at, you know, Game Day wants Coach Prime. Everyone wants Coach Prime. You have, like, every media group 
should be interested in making a deal happen with with the Pac-12, not just because it's the Pac-12 and it's one of you know the bigger conferences, one of the Power Five, but because you have this, for lack of a better term, trump card uh, in Coach Prime, meaning you play that Coach Prime card, no one else has that. Mm-hmm. Like even Alabama is not as interesting as Colorado is right now. Just because Alabama's Alabama, they're always going to be great. They're going to be competing for national championships. That's not all that interesting compared to what Colorado has done with Coach Prime and how um, polarizing he is for God knows what reason. He shouldn't really be polarizing at all. Yeah. Uh, but people are interested. You've got people rooting for him. You've got people rooting against him. You've got everyone. And I mean everyone. Every sports fan who even pays even the slightest bit of attention to college football is interested in what's going on with Coach Prime. That should be doing work for you in these negotiations. Should be. Um, so I guess this is actually in response to what we learned Thursday or Friday when the Big 12 and OU in Texas came to an agreement that it was going to allow them to leave for the SEC a little bit earlier, one year earlier. Okay. So that means 24, I believe, is their last year in the Big 12. Or it might be, well, USC and UCLA's last year is this year in the, in the Pac-12. But Texas and OU, I think, have to go through 24. Okay. I think. What does that have to do with us? Just that the Pac-12 is the last conference to not have a media rights deal after this year. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, kind of in shambles now. Your two biggest brands are leaving. And we keep on hearing about the, that group of four teams that the Big 12 is targeting from the Pac-12. The Arizona schools, Colorado, and Utah. Yep. So I think the Pac-12 is, I mean, <laughs> it's a weird statement to put out on a Monday. It is. It's so I, they're in trouble is what I got from that statement. Uh, Do you think statement. something could happen with Colorado soon? Um, truly, I don't know. But to your point, they have to be the most valuable brand at this point. They are. And that's what I was going to say. Like, there's no way there's more people interested in UCLA than Colorado right, right. now. Just no way. Oh, yeah. And I think maybe that that hasn't been fully grasped yet because UCLA is obviously a massive national brand. They've got fans all over the country. But it's not about, like, alumni or fans at this point. We've seen it firsthand on this show. You know, like, we have some great alumni and Boulder natives and, you know, people that have been following the program forever in the comments every day. We also have hundreds hundreds thousands of people in the comments every single day who are just interested in coach prime and love coach prime Mm -hmm. i think that's something that needs to be understood here like the brand of colorado no longer really has all that much to do with colorado Mm -hmm. um coach prime is helping build the brand of colorado but coach prime is the brand now yep and that's worth a lot now maybe these meteorites deals are you know so long that they're saying okay well we can't put all our eggs in the coach prime basket we don't know how long he's going to be in the pac-12 um but with the way that college football is moving, you really should be looking at things in a three-year window, right? In my opinion, uh, and for and I'm confident that Coach Prime will be here for three years. I think so too. So when Andre and I talked about this last week about potentially leaving for the Big Twelve, my take was: if you're Colorado, if you're Rick George, you should stay in the Pac-12. I mean, after this year, it's kind of who knows. But have a good year this year and potentially hope you can get that Big Ten invite Mm -hmm. because I don't think going to the Big 12 does anything. I mean, they don't have Texas. They don't have OU. I mean, you'd have to go in with that the Arizona schools in Utah. I mean, it doesn't seem like Colorado's just going to get a sole invite. They want that pack of four teams. 
But if your ultimate goal is to get to the Big Ten, how does going to the Big 12 help you in the short term or long term? It's a good point, and I don't know how these deals work. Like, is it like the NBA where you can't trade someone right, right. after you got them? You know, mm -hmm. like once you realign, are you locked in for a certain amount of time? The thing is, like, you have to get off the sinking ship, right? Yep. So if the Pac-12 is going down, you don't want to be the last one standing there as as the the boat capsizes. Right. Um. And if the Big 12 boat's right next to you, and the Big 10 boat is a mile away you're yeah. jumping for the big 12 boat True. right because True. then you don't have to swim for your life um and that might be the case here that being said i if i'm rick george want to know like is the pac-12 going to exist because mm -hmm. if it is i think there are advantages to being in the pac-12 sure one of them it goes back to joel Klatt's take about coach prime having colorado competing for a national championship or, or for the playoff within two years the reason being ucla and usc are out you are going to be competing to win the Pac-12 conference. Uh, at least you should be considering the talent that you're bringing in here. And if you do that, you're going to get your auto bid into the, you know, eight team or 12 team playoff. Is it eight or 12? It's going I to think 12, we're going right? to 12. Yeah. You're getting a bid if you win the Pac-12. Mm -hmm. So if you're, if the Pac-12 is around for two years, then you might be getting into the college football playoff next season. If things go according to plan. And then you're going to rake in the cash because you literally just get money just for making it. Um, and your brand is going to be elevated immensely. And hopefully coach prime can be the guy who leads you into the big 10 mm -hmm. because it's going to big 10 and sec. And how about this for a brightest timeline? You make it to the big 10, Jake, why would coach prime leave? Oh yeah. Like, you're Oh yeah. Competing for national championships. You're in one of the two conferences. Yep. You might be able to hold on to Coach Prime for God knows how long. Right. I need to send you this article that came out last week from The Athletic because it kind of broke down a lot of what we were talking about. Um, and also SMU and SDSU because it seems like that's really what we're moving towards. Um, if the commissioners visiting SMU already took the tour of SDSU, I mean, seems like they're going to be the newest members of the Pac-12 sooner if not later. And in the comments, D says, remember, all team sports have to shift conferences. It may not be good for the other teams at the school. Right. Well, they, it's not up to them. Yep. Just not. Mm -hmm. the, you know, at almost every school in the country, football drives the profits yep. that pays for the entire rest of the athletic department. You have a few schools where basketball is driving rev, mm -hmm. and you have even fewer schools where um, – other teams are even breaking, not even fewer. You have a few more schools who are even breaking even in one other sport. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. almost every sport loses money. Football makes money. Yep. Makes a lot of money. Makes a lot of money. And so football pays for the entire rest of the athletic department. So, yeah, it's true. Um, the Pac-12 is the conference of champions, not because of football. Right. Because it's the best for almost every other sport, especially right. the Olympic sports. You know, cross country is a place where Colorado has dominated in the Pac-12 and gotten even better in the Pac-12. Sure, it would be better for them to stay. Unfortunately, that just has no bearing in the conversation. So you think staying in the Pac-12 then? Or do you think, would you try and jump for the Big 12 after this year? I'm going to throw it back on you. Big 12 comes today. Okay. It says we want you. Uh -huh. what are your, what's your answer? Has to be with the Arizonas and Utah. Okay. Arizonas and Utah are going too. Let's go. Okay. I, I think that's the case is 
you use the term sinking ship. I don't think we used it in the headline, but right. that was, I think that's what we're on. Yeah. And the thing is, it's kind of a, it, um, what's the old saying? Like something along the lines of like someone's, there's always a fool in the room. And if you don't know who it is, it's you. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's kind of the thing here is it's like, okay, so you can hold on to this hope of the Pac-12 surviving right and what might happen is okay they say okay colorado's not going so we'll get the arizona schools utah and oregon state or mm -hmm. whatever it may be and then you're in yeah. big trouble so you'd rather be first than last and to be honest this is actually what happened with colorado coming to the pac-12 in the first place yeah is there was a chance it was going to the pac-16 and it was going to be the texas schools in colorado and mm -hmm. all in like Colorado and Nebraska both looked around and they were like, okay, well, we don't want to be left here, especially if the Texas schools go right um, in a in a dying conference. And so they made the move. You can debate forever on whether it was the right move for Colorado to make, but what what you have to do is make sure that you're not now calling up Conference USA yeah. because the Big Twelve is off West. the table for you and you want to make sure that you stay relevant because guess what? The Pac-12 now has six teams in it. Right. We'll see. It's been a, a hell of a saga, and we're not even close to being over. Yeah. Uh, it does feel like the Pac-12 is kind of dying in front of us right now, though. That's so sad. I like, like, I don't know how to explain it. I like the vibe of the Pac-12 conference. Yeah. Like, it, I like the schools. I like the brand of football. Pac-12 after dark. Pac-12 after dark. Like, it's yeah. the Pac-12 is fun for me. Uh, and... I don't think the Big 12 has that for going for them. Yep. We'll see. Um, before we catch you up on everything else, shout out to our friends at Shady Rays. Did you get a lot of Shady Rays time out in Phoenix? Oh, yeah. Actually, not really. But I wore yeah. my Shady Rays from the car to Radio Row, uh, Podcast Row, as I was calling it. Yep. Uh, and then was in there until the sun went down. Let's go. I've been <laughs> loving my Shady Rays. I wear them all the time. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company who offers a world-class product. Right now, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is going to or is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to shadyrays.com and use code DMVR or visit them in store at the Park Meadows Mall for fifty percent off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over two hundred thousand people. And then also shout out to Bacchus and Shanker. Bacchus and Shanker have won over one billion dollars for their clients in the state of Colorado. Best part about them: no fees to speak with them about their about your case. No fees when they work on your case, and no fees unless they win money for you. They help with all kinds of injury cases where you run at fault, car accidents, pedestrians, ride share, trucks. They can even help if you're injured at work. Call them at 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Bacchus and Shanker wins. All right, Ryan, let's get you caught up. Let's do it. So what, what's the plan here? You're going to just tell me bits... Yep. And I give uh, my immediate reaction. Yep. All right, um, let's do it. Juwan Johnson, do we even want to touch on? We already kind of talked about it, but the commitment came through last weekend. You were gone after that. So Fire. Love it. Super excited. Um, people, Some people got mad at me for pointing out the Arch Manning game. Yeah. Because they're like, was Arch <laughs> Manning playing a, a defense against Juwan Johnson? And I was like, that's not the point. Yep. Uh, the point was, really... 400 yards and six touchdowns in 26 minutes of football time. Yep. Uh, insane. I'm, I'm just so interested to see how he factors in. Mm -hmm. I know everyone says DB, DB, DB. Yep. Um, I just think Coach Prime doesn't uh, 
play by those rules is what came to my mind. It's not really what I mean, but right. like just because 24-7 says he's a DB, yeah, I don't think means that Coach Prime is set on him being a DB. I think a good way to put it is Coach Prime is a lot more open-minded when it comes yes. to where these players want to play and what they want to – what position particularly. And what not even necessarily where they want to play, mm-hmm. where they should be playing. Right, right. Because Coach Prime might come, might bring him in and say, dude – you're a, you're a good DB. You could be a great X. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm interested to see what that ends up being. So we'll see. Um, still but a year away. <laughs> getting a top player out of the state of Louisiana is no small feat. Yeah. Uh, and I wish I, I... Maybe the stat was wrong, and that's why I can't find it anymore. Um, but the stat about top 10 players in the state of Louisiana or top five players in the state of Louisiana staying in the South mm-hmm. for, I believe, like a decade. Yeah. No, I think we may not have it exactly right, but there's something there for yeah. sure. All right. Uh, next topic, Sean Lewis. Have you heard about this at all? <laughs> you told me a little bit before, and I haven't had time to like do my own legwork on this, and it... it my, it's really giving me anxiety. All right, here we go. So Football Scoop last Tuesday had a whole article about Notre Dame's offensive coordinator, and deep within it they said, per sources, the Fighting Irish's candidate pool at the, at the collegiate level has seen the school vetting Utah's Andy Ludwig, Washington's Do Ryan that. Grubb. <laughs> Take from uh, Utah, please. <laughs> yes. Toledo's Jason Candle, and then it says Colorado's Sean Lewis and at least one other high-level Power 5 offensive coordinator. I swear to God, bro. <laughs> I already hate Notre Dame. <laughs> I will never forgive them for this. Um, I got to say, like, that's my first thought is, fuck you, Notre Dame. <laughs> um, my second thought on this is, like, there's no way, right? Right. There's no way that Sean Lewis left his head coaching gig to come be Coach Prime and Shador Sanders, which I think is a very important part yep. of this, offensive coordinator, just to leave to go to Notre Dame. That was my take. Doesn't make sense to me. Yep, just doesn't make sense. The comments have been lit ablaze with this, so they are very concerned. So I mean, how could we not be concerned of everything that happened this offseason? Right. Coach Prime being the coach is number one. And I think Sean Lewis being the offensive coordinator might be number two. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. Travis and Shador and all that is paramount. But when I watched that Sean Lewis film, I was like, oh, my God, we are getting the offense of the future at Colorado. Lawrence says Ludwig is the leading candidate, according to ESPN. Let's go, so baby. Go. <laughs> Scoop him up. <laughs> All right. Um, next topic to catch you up on. Do you know who Williams Nwaniri is? I don't know if I'm ready to stop talking about that because it's, it's healing me. What else do you have? I just... I have to keep telling myself there's no way that would happen. And... I don't know if Sean Lewis has, like, a, you know, a dream job. Like... You never know, right? He's from that area of the country. That's what worries me. Yeah. He's like, if there's anything that could swoop him away, it's like, oh, like Notre Dame head coach is my dream job. This gets me one step closer to that. Right. Um, with that being said, Colorado, we're, ar- you know, like, we're already writing checks, right? Mm-hmm. If we need to bump up his pay to keep him around, I think we can pull it off. Yep. I think so, too. I don't think he's leaving. I don't think this is a... Hopefully this is the last time we talk about this. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would love. I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's unlikely for him to tweet it. I would love, uh, like a, like a bit in a 
well-off media video where Coach Prime says, like, Psh, get out of here. You There's, think yeah, you can get what we, we got? got? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly. You thought you was going to get what we got? No way. I need, I need that. Coach Prime, do it for me. All right. Um, next topic. Williams Nwaniri. Do you know who this is? I do not. I'm excited to find out who. Williams Nwaniri is a five-star 2024 defensive lineman. He is six foot five, 245 pounds. We watched his tape last week. It is another man against boys. <laughs> Where is he from? He is from Lee's Summit North High School in Missouri. That is where Drew Locke went. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Fun fact. Um, the uniforms look pretty solid. Yeah, for sure. Uh, anyways, this player, in according to the 247 Sports Composite, is the 17th overall player in next year's class. This year's class now, I guess. And the third defensive lineman. The reason I'm telling you this is he's visiting for the spring game. Let's go. Is it a wrap? It may be. I, I, I'm too new to the situation. <laughs> uh, you said 6'5", 245? Yes. Interesting. He lines up all over the place. I was going to say. One to edge. The whole line. I, I, as of now, not having seen his build, sounds like an edge. I think so. But I guess if you get up to 275, which probably yeah. isn't too hard for a 17-year-old. <laughs> right. Um, then, you know, you start talking about playing on the interior. Yep, he's got 31 other offers. I think he's also visiting Oklahoma a few weeks before that. But he is going to be there for the spring game, also on topic of the spring game. Tickets went out today for the general public. I think they're all gone now. Is that true? That's what the comments have been saying. I don't think that could be true. No? Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Um, Anyways, it's been crazy. I've seen it, a lot of posts about it. It, it's, it has been crazy. I was actually offered tickets, mm -hmm. and like normally I would just be like, "Ah, oh, yeah, it's fine. I can get my right. own." And I was like, "Oh, I'll just take the guaranteed tickets here." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, the spring game is going crazy. There's the going spring, to be. We're talking about the spring game, bro. Yeah, it's wild. We talk about practice. Yeah. <laughs> I posted a tweet yesterday at halftime of the Super Bowl, like. Damn, SMH, last half of football for seven months, and people were adding me, spring, spring game. game, bro. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, I, I can't wait to see what they do with it, because like, I feel like they have to make it a, a spectacle at this point. Oh, yeah. Um, I have, I'm not kidding you. I've seen spring games where they didn't actually play one snap of actual football. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually because, like, <laughs> this is so sad. They, like, didn't have enough guys. Oh, yikes. Like, they graduated too many. They didn't bring in enough recruits. And then they had, like, several injuries. Mm -hmm. And so they were, like, I think it was Embry. It was just, like, we can't play football. We don't even have a starting Jesus. offensive line right now. <laughs> How the times have changed, huh? Yes. Um, next one. Do you know anything about this Antoine Jackson situation? Do you nope. know who that is? Nope. Antoine Jackson was a 2023 four-star safety, I believe. the Miami kid? This is okay, the Miami kid. Okay, I do kid. know a little bit about it. Yes. So he asked out of his NLI, uh, National Letter of Intent, for those that are wondering, <laughs> not name, image, likeness, but uh, he wants out. It's very confusing. We should have come up with, we should have just said likeness, image, and name. Yeah. To yeah. save us all the confusion. I know. We need to work on that for sure. They just need to make a name for it. Right. Just like a sponsorship or something. Yes. Like he asked out, out of his national letter of intent, yes. which is what you sign on signing day. Yep. Um, I've heard he wanted to play with Cormani McLean. Okay. 
We don't really know what the situation is. I think he's still technically signed. I haven't seen an update on this, um, but he's a four-star player. Cornerback safety, of course. Uh, 241st player overall, 16th safety in the nation. He coming? He's definitely coming. <laughs> um, let me ask you this, Jake. Why not just transfer? I guess because that burns one of your transfers? I think so. Because that, that's what I was curious about is, like, why are these guys asking to be released? Yeah. Um, and honestly, if you're Miami, what what would you be doing to say no? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, nope, if you're going to leave, you're going to have to use one of your transfers. Yeah. Why? I don't know. It seems like such a weird situation, though. It does. But, like, with Florida, Jaden Rashada asked out. They said, okay, sorry. Right. Like, you know, we couldn't pay you what we said we could. Well, that was outrageous. Did you see the breakdown of that that came no. out? It's pretty wild. It was, like... I don't know, like a ton of money as a senior. Like it was kind of incentivizing him to stay all four years. Like a vesting schedule. Yeah. That's funny. Um, So I don't understand why they would, you'd just be being dicks to try and not release Mm -hmm. him. But couldn't he just transfer at the first opportunity when the portal opens? That's an interesting question. So that would be May when the portal opens again. Yep. Um, I don't know. Would that mean he'd be still eligible for immediate play though? Is that the. That might be the issue. But you don't have to sit anymore on transfers. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Um, people have asked, so his primary recruiter at Alabama was not Charles Kelly. It was Tra- <laughs> Traveris Robinson. Okay. Um, so we'll see. On3 had a whole article about it uh, last week. But I haven't seen any updates from this. So I don't know. He signed it on uh, early signing day, too. This wasn't a thing like two weeks ago that like popped up like... He signed in December. Something tells me Cormani's doing some some back channeling. Yeah, which is legal. Possibly Pl- players are allowed to do that. They are. Um, so there you go. I think you're all caught up with the major storylines from the weekend, though. Kylan Fox released the top 15. Colorado's in it. Yay! <laughs> I know. It's it's quite top a lot. 15 is too much for me. Well, and we're a whole year out too, so. It's tough to actually gauge where we're at. I want to pull it up, but, I mean, top 15. It's like every school. That's what I mean. <laughs> I saw the graphic. I did, you know, you always have to overanalyze Internet Sleuth, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I did like that Colorado's was at the top of the graphic. Yep. Right below FSU, I think. Well, have you seen any of his socials from the last week? No. He was liking a lot of Colorado stuff. A lot. Let's go. So, um... What happened? Tim, someone committed. Oh, it was Jawan Johnson. Jawan Johnson committed, and Tim Brewster tweeted out, you next, question mark, hashtag you next, question mm-hmm. mark, hashtag play for prime. Probably a, a subtweet at Kylan Fox. I thought so. Kylan Fox liked it. Interesting. Man. Yes. If You never know what these guys, like I said, anyone just wants to ride the Colorado wave because it's so insane right now. Mm-hmm. But... It feels like he especially has been him and our guy Brandon Baker. Yep, have been very into it. Mm-hmm. Both have been quiet though. Anything new? Yeah, I was gonna say anything new on uh, nothing on Baker. Bakes. Yep, already got a nickname for him. There you go. It's gotta come. Um, there's a lot of guys coming back for the spring game though. Okay. And uh, if you guys are subscribed to Buff Stampede, Adam's been putting out a lot of guys who are still planning visits. Subscribe to Buff Sam P. That's our weekly PSA. Yep, there you go. It's worth it. 
Um, what else do we got today? While I'm looking, guys, get your questions and hit that thumbs up button. But we have a four star transfer. 80, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 82 thumbs up. <laughs> what is going on here? I feel like I should have 82 thumbs up just for being back. You would think. Then the show should be worth another 200. We got 200 with Nikki on Friday. Let's go. Yeah, let's get those pumped up a bit. Come on, guys. Hit that like button, guys. <laughs> there you go, 85. All right, let's crank it up. Let's crank it up. Elif says Ryan Wingo has been commenting on Shador Sanders' page, if that means anything. Everything means something. <laughs> At least a little bit, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, Demoy Kennedy got his transfer rating. Okay. Four stars. Let's go. Yep. Put some respect on him. So that brings to you... Ooh. Oh, I just had we it. Might have to, we yeah. might have to redo the... My, I feel like... Uh, uh, wow, I'm blanking. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he, he's been my guy. Demoy? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I want to say Kanoi so bad because of the former Bronco. <laughs> yeah. um, I feel like Demoy's been my guy. Like, I want to redo the my guy draft and, and get him on my team. We can do it. <laughs> that brings CU up to four four-star transfers coming in. Um, I don't know the rest. I haven't looked. Of course, the one five-star is Travis Hunter. The yeah. only five-star in the country transfer. The only. Um, CU still... CU and Arizona State just kind of blow everyone else out of the water in terms of numbers committed from the transfer portal this year. Um, so that's where we lie there. Interesting with Arizona State. Dude, huh. Kenny Dillingham yeah. was on our set at Radio Row. Yeah. I can't believe that that is a head coach in college football. <laughs> Why? <laughs> he has no head coach vibes. He has all recruiting coordinator vibes. He's 32. He is. He's, He's really basically young. my age. Yep. He's sitting on the set, and I was like, you could tell me this is anyone from ASU, and I would believe you. Like, you could tell me it was, like, the, um, like a transfer who, like, went to the military and didn't use any of his <laughs> Just um, an older player? Yeah, yeah, like an older player. You could have told me he's the recruiting coordinator. You could have told me he – honestly, I w like, anything above that, I wouldn't have – maybe, like, safety's coach. Mm -hmm. It is so weird that he's the head coach. Now yeah. – that being said, clearly has great energy. I can see how like recruits would like him. Right. Um, but it is absolutely wild that that man who sort of feels like a kid is going to be the head coach on the sidelines for them. Mm -hmm. Got at least twenty-seven players through the portal, though. I know that's what I mean. Like I kind of get it. Yeah. And like obviously, you like I I understand this right when you're like 17 or 18 and you talk to a 30 year old, mm -hmm. they feel like someone you can actually talk to, whereas right. like a 50 year old feels like an adult. Yeah, but <clears throat> I'm telling you, dude, zero head coach vibes. Ooh. Like all I did was see coaches everywhere this week. Yeah, definitely last in the rankings of <laughs> seems like a head coach. That's hilarious. Super weird. We're going to get the PHNX guys talking about this now. Oh, yeah. That's, that's fine. They talk about us all the time. They do. I kind of ratioed them on Twitter the other Let's day. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> we um, have, go can't ahead. beat us in internet competitions. Not right now. <laughs> uh, Elove, do you, have you heard of Caleb uh, Ducking yet? Who? What? Okay. Here, here's another one. Caleb Ducking entered the transfer portal. Wide receiver from Mississippi State. I thought he was talking about Caleb Williams ducking the bus. No, no, no. <laughs> Six five two hundred. Okay, wait. Tell me, a wide receiver. Wide receiver, Mississippi State entered the portal. Six five two hundred. Oh, he, that's we need him. Forty six receptions, four hundred seventy seven yards, eight touchdowns last year. Eight tuds. He tweeted out 
He's since deleted it, but he tweeted when he announced that he was entering the portal. I heard Coach Prime ain't hard to find. Oh, why did he delete that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's so great. Dang. Let's go. So we'll see. We've talked about how they really want a big wide receiver. They've desperately. Yep. They've been after them all. And that one might be the best. Eight touchdowns in the SEC? Mm-hmm. That might be the best big guy yet. Yep. Other than... um. We did love that one guy. Tesla? The catch guy, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was nasty. He was so <laughs> nasty. Uh, eight touchdowns in the SEC is no joke, though. Yep. So sign me. Although he might have had like four against Southwestern something state. Well, let's find out right now. I'll be honest. I didn't know his name before me either. hearing about it. I kind of um, want a guy named Ducking, like uh, mossing the ducks. <laughs> one touchdown against Auburn, one against Arkansas, one against A&M. Two against Bowling Green, two against Arizona, one against Memphis. So can get two against Arizona here. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, before we get to questions, guys, shout out to our friends. That's, I wasn't laughing. Jim says, RK, you laugh, but Sacramento State had a 29-year-old receiver. He was in the military and came back to play ball. No, I was being totally serious. That's Isn't there like a 30-some-year-old punter yes. playing somewhere? Yes. I think it was Arizona State. Was it Arizona State? Yeah. Um, then you have the kid at Oregon who's like in his eighth year of eligibility. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's what I mean. Like Dillingham, you could have told me that's who he was. Right. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for that game. It's going to be so much It's fun. so sad that we don't get it week zero. I know. Especially like we were down there at Illegal Pete's on Mill. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, met some Buffs fans down there. Hell yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it was... I was just thinking, like, this is where we could be doing our show mm -hmm. on, like, Friday night before the game. It's kind of heartbreaking. How was Buff Nation representing out in Phoenix for the Super Bowl? And we're everywhere. Yeah? We're just everywhere. Um, the big thing is, like, Buffs on Media Row. There's just so many. Yeah. Uh, whether it's people in the media, Coach Prime, obviously, coming through, Eric Bieniemy. Yep. Um, then you have, like, Solomon Wilcox and... Right. Um, you know, Alfred Williams mm -hmm. and Chad Brown was there. And it's just like, man, we're kind of everywhere. Yep. No Joel Klatt? No Joel Klatt. I would have sold out to try to get a Joel Klatt interview. Yeah. We'll get it at some point. Anyway, shout out to our friends at Breckenridge Brewery. Uh, I was relying on Breckenridge Brewery a lot to make me feel better yesterday after whatever I witnessed on the television oh. for the Super Bowl. Don't get me started. We're not going to speak about it. Anyways... Breckenridge Brewery has a beer for any occasion. You can try it the Mile High City Golden Ale. Uh, new beer, which is delicious. The Avalanche Amber right in front of us there. Some say the best amber ale on the market right now. You can check out their beer locator at www.breckbrew.com to find a brew near you. And then shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook. Football season is over, but the action still continues at DraftKings Sportsbook. Tons of NBA no-sweat SGPs and free bets from that. Uh, MLB starting up. You big MLB better? Nope. No, but Stanley Cup season and yes. NBA final season that, coming up. I, I'm in for that. Uh, I'm also I've turned into a big soccer guy now. Yep, of course. So that you know that heats up in the summer as well. Were you able to keep tabs on your uh, your Leeds guys the last week? Um, sadly, they drew Man United, which was like a great result for us. Uh, while I was on a show, so I didn't get to see mm. it. They, they were up two two nil and kind of blew it, so that would have been tough. And yeah. then. I watched their. I woke up at seven a.m. yesterday to watch them. They lost that too. So committed. I am, absolutely love it. I, I'm all. I'm all or nothing kind of guy. I love it. Uh, F1 starting up. I'm hyped about that. There you go. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DMVR. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code DMVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Um, Spencer. You're wearing? Oh, go ahead. Won $450 of DraftKings free bets. Did you see that? No. Yeah. So he was at the Waste Management Open yep. in Phoenix also. Yep. He hit a putt and got a... Oh, I did. I heard about <laughs> yeah. that. They didn't record that? There, there's a video. Oh, there's of it. a video. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. I didn't mm-hmm. see it. They just told me about it. Yep. Um, David in the comments here says, uh, "Jake, love the Metallica shirt in your LinkedIn profile. <laughs> You're wearing a-, a Metallica shirt in your LinkedIn profile. <laughs> it's whatever my uh, my Twitter profile is with the okay. Heisman Trophy. I was All wearing right. my Master Puppet shirt that day. <laughs> <laughs> so professional. I try. We don't even get no hat, Jake, on the LinkedIn profile. <laughs> no." God, no. Maybe I'll throw up... Uh, Marissa made me take a screenshot of uh, No Hat Jake from our uh, breakdown oh, video. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's uh, that, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we can stop talking I hope about that, that you never need your LinkedIn profile again. I hope so, too. Thank you. I actually stopped using it. I've never... It's kind of useless. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I'm obviously very fortunate in this world, but I we started this company two weeks before I graduated college. Uh, so I've never yeah. used, like, the last time I had a job interview, it was, like, to work at Mod Market. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I got fired two weeks later. Yikes. <laughs> I did get the job, though. There you go. Um, they did the, so we thought we needed more, but ooh. now other people aren't getting as many hours as they wanted. It's really not you. It's, it's like, not you, it's me. <laughs> it's like, all right, see, so yeah, I can take off this stupid hat now. Yeah, haven't touched my LinkedIn in a few years. I actually did sign in not too long ago, so maybe that's why it's updated. Anyways, let's talk to the people. Let's do it. What is going on? Uh, they turned on the sound on the TVs. It's so oh, that's loud. Tony Kornheiser. Yeah. <laughs> All right, first question. I'm hoping they turn that down. If not, we might have to ask. Okay. From Billy Laser, think it's possible for CU to play for a natty once USC and UCLA leave? Yes. I mean, we talked about it, and it's the Joel Klatt take. As soon as those guys leave, and really even with if they didn't leave, Colorado should be competing for a Pac-12 championship. For sure. If you win the Pac-12 championship, you're getting into the 12-team playoff. If you're in the 12-team playoff, that means you're competing for a national championship. Yep. Now, can you ima- dude, can you imagine like previewing a playoff game? God. In like a real playoff game, not like a semifinal. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, like going up against like, I don't know, Tennessee, like yeah, Penn yeah. State, Michigan. Yeah. Like it would be amazing. It would be. Um, next one, Alyssa. From Angela, Jake and Arcade, do you see a bidding war for CU coming between the Big Ten, Big 12, and maybe the SEC? Wouldn't that think- be a turn of the tables? So... To go off this question, do you think the SEC would ever go like, you know what, let's try and go coast to coast like the Big Ten and be more aggressive for some of these Pac-12 schools? What if, they are, what if they're the ones that try and get the Oregon, the Washington, the Colorado, and the Utah? I wonder what – I just don't think so. No? The SEC is – they don't need help, if you know what I mean. Right. Like, they're always going to be the conference. They're always going to have Alabama. They're always going to have – you know, Georgia, these powerhouses. Mm-hmm. And so I just, like, for them, I don't think 
they got Texas and Oklahoma. Yep. Those are the kings of the South, right? Mm -hmm. That were out of the SEC. So they have every school in the South that matters. Yeah. I think. Unless I'm forgetting about one. Clemson. Okay. Like, if they're going to get Florida anyone, State. it yeah. would be Clemson. It would be Florida State. They're, they're going to stay in the South because the South is football. Yeah. You know, they don't need to kind of dilute having that Southern pride right? Um, by going and getting in anyone else. The big wrench in that, though, is the ACC and their outrageous media deal. That runs through, like, 2036 or something. Yeah. Like, it could make it tough for sure. But I just think... If they wanted them, they could get Florida State and Clemson and just be done with it. Yeah. Because what do they have now? How many teams do they have with Texas and Oklahoma? I think that puts them up to 16. I think they're at 14 right now. They might just be done. Yeah. Well, that's what the Big Ten, after they got USC, UCLA, they're like, yeah, we're not trying to look to expand anymore. Yeah. Because they're, I think, at 16 also. Yep. Big 12's at 16. Or should be – or they'll be at 14, I guess, after OU and Texas leave. Okay. VHF, since Cam Ward came from the FCS to the FBS and did very well, do you think Shador, Sam, Shador Sanders can do similar? I think he's better. The Well, that for sure, but he's the comparison. Yeah. Like, you saw what Cam Ward did at Incarnate Ward, came into the Pac-12, was still doing some pretty awesome things. I mean, granted, he's still kind of figuring it out, and he didn't have some best He was on a worse games, team. For sure. You know, like, he came in and was kind of asked to lead a Washington State team, which... Washington State is kind of rudderless. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, at least when they had Coach Leach, they had an identity. Right. What's their identity now? I don't really know what it is, but um, uh, he was impressive, and I think Shador will do that and better. Yeah. Um, yeah, Washington State just really in a weird situation the last two years, too, with the, the coach and the vaccine stuff and all that. Just Oh, yeah. I don't know. They seem like a, a, t a school, like maybe Oregon State too, maybe in trouble more so, a lot more so than uh, Colorado, Utah, and the other Pac-12 schools because that seems like they're on a fast trip to the Mountain West. That's yeah, true. Uh, next question, El Freddy, Friddle Freddy, sorry. Freddy? Do you think the spring game will impact the television deal and recruiting for May? They need to try and have a deal by then. If we're still talking about this in April and May, man, then the Pac-12 is probably done after this year. I, I kind of agree. Um, spring game will impact recruiting, definitely. Yeah. I'm so interested to see what, what this is. Mm -hmm. Like, I know Coach Prime isn't going to let this be a normal event. Mm -hmm. So is there a concert? Right. Uh, which, by the way, concerts at Folsom Field, the best. Only thing we've gotten in the last few years is Dead and Company, mm -hmm. which is still sick. Like you see John Mayer shredding yeah. with, with the Grateful Dead, um, but like you know, put a hip hop show on after the spring game or something like that. Just oh, yeah. something to build the hype. Um, I, it's not just going to be normal. I, no. That's all I know. No, nope. is there a flyover? Like right, <laughs> could be anything. <laughs> Absolutely, I can't wait. Maybe a uniform revealing. That'd be Maybe. Tight. Uh, big Teasy with the question. Prime likes. likes quarterbacks that are former players' kids. you know of any in the pipeline? Could have had Owen McCown. <laughs> Could have had Owen McCown. Uh, Arch, of course, went to Texas. <sighs> Let me ask you this. Over, under on .5 transfers from Arch Manning. Mm. I say under. You say he stays at Texas, is successful. I think, if anything, Quinn Ewers is out. 
Okay. I'll take him. Quinn Ewers <laughs> got rid of the mullet, too. Yes. Didn't he do something problematic? <laughs> I think he did. I don't know. Um, anyways, I think that Arch transfers once. Maybe it's really? Colorado. Huh. We'll see. You got to get uh, Peyton on campus. To <laughs> the problem is I think he's overrated. And I it's not so his too. fault. Yeah. But what's going to happen is Texas, are, Texas fans are going to expect him to lead them to a national championship. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I don't think he's that good. Yeah. I think he's very good. But then I think he's going to want a, a fresh start somewhere where he doesn't have to be number one recruit in the country right. level expectations. Right. I don't know. It's tough to say. Someone said Cole Leinert. Um, so Matt Leinert's son, I guess. He's coming. <laughs> they're all coming. Um, I don't know. It's tough when they're in high school. I feel like you don't really learn about these guys till their senior year of high school or yep. when they're in college. So um, go ahead, Alyssa. Arcade, do you have any good food while down in AZ? Tell us about the food. I am very low on food in Arizona. Wow. Um, for a place so close to Mexico, yeah, they should have much better Mexican food. That being said, I did have some great tacos there at a place called Taco Boys. Yes, Taco Boys is fire, bro. You know Taco Boys? Yeah. My, well, my brother lived in Phoenix for uh, about a year. Okay. But Taco he would Boys always tell me. Yeah. Is fire. <laughs> yeah. Um, if it was up to me, I would eat there two meals a day the entire time <laughs> I was in uh, Arizona. Like, I could just eat tacos all the time. Yeah. Damn, tacos sound good right now. Um, so the, the, those were fire. Um, the media Super Bowl party. Mm hmm. Also had some really good tacos, and so they had like a taco stand with brisket tacos, and then they had people making freshly made tortillas mm. next to them, but they were separate from the tacos. So then I just took the taco, put it in the freshly made tortilla. You're doing it right. That yep. was fire. Hell yeah. Um, Whataburger's also out there. I'd definitely be hitting that up. And then I also had very good sushi, which like anyone who lives in the in a coastal area will be like, no way you had good sushi yeah. in Arizona. I did. I don't know. There you go. Uh, Nicholas asks, will there be two scrimmages? Um, Spring scrimmages? Yeah. I don't know. I I don't think we can say what to expect anything at this point. So true. Who knows? Um, We'll let you know as soon as we find out more information about the spring game. I'll tell you that. Jamel, what's up, man? For RK, two questions from last week. Number one, what are the do's and don'ts as a new Buffs fan? And two, where do we get flannel lumber, lumberjack shirts with CU colors? Do's and don'ts as a Buffs fan. Um, we've talked about this a couple times, I feel like. Um, number one, well, not number one, but I, I talked about this and I still see people doing this, like new people that are new to Colorado making like content, like mm-hmm. saying Colorado Buffs. Yep. It's Colorado Buffaloes or CU Buffs. It's also not CU Buffaloes. That sounds weird. Not as weird. Um, or yeah, so go Colorado Buffaloes, CU Buffs if you're shortening it. Um, <clears throat> other big don'ts are anything that is base color of red. Um, what about be, green? Can't be wearing red. Green is they're so irrelevant that it just doesn't really matter. <laughs> Can I tell you something that's funny? So last week, I'll tell you something that's okay, funny. Okay, go too. ahead, go ahead. I had someone coming after me for wearing my uh, yes, Eagles I saw this. Kelly Green. I saw this. So I rocked an Eagles Kelly Green jacket on Radio Row uh, in support of anyone but the Chiefs. But also, Allie's an Eagles fan, so I support them. Uh, and I had people coming after me, like, those are CSU colors, which, like, no, they're not. It's Kelly Green one and white, yeah, not 
whatever they're like forest green and gold is. Right. That would if it was if it was green and gold, you would have had a case. So last week realignment was a huge topic and I put out a few tweets, a couple polls. Okay. And I put out a poll. I was like, which if you could only add one school to the Pac-12, which would it be? And I had SMU, SDSU, I had um God, who else did I have? Just schools like that. Okay. I left out CSU. Mm -hmm. Justin comments on my thing, and in came this wave. Oh, boy. People just eye-rolling. It's like, I wasn't even considering CSU. you have no case. (laughs) No. No case. Oh, there's so... Little brother syndrome is a bad bad thing. It's bad. It's so bad. Uh, It's just... I don't know. They want to be in, like I. I myself have an older sister, and I remember when I was like ten and she was fifteen, she wanted to be included. You know, her, she'd mm-hmm. have her friends over. I'm like, can I come? She's like, no. Yeah. That's what CSU is like. Yeah. Can I come? No. Never. <laughs> you can never come. Uh, damn. I love Justin, but uh, I'm trying to think of more do's and don'ts as a Buffs fan. I have to sit down and like write them down. We need to like make a whole segment for that. Yeah. Yeah. I just need more time to like think about it. And I also have to like see things and be like, oh, right. That. Right. Don't do that. Yep. We'll think about it. Sean, what's up? Asking, y'all see that Rivals bumped Edric Houston, Kylan Fox's teammate to a five star. I did Sheesh. not. Edric Houston. That is a name. I'm assuming from uh, Grayson High School also. Yeah. Let's see. 247 has him as a five star composite. Oh, what position? Defensive line, 6'3", 255. We need dogs. We need dogs yep. on the defensive line. Considered the number one DL over Williams Nwaniri. In, uh, in the country? In, in this class, yeah. Holy smokes. <laughs> yeah. Let's get them both. He's from Buford High School, not uh, uh, Grayson, though. Well, that's not great. That's kind of close to where we are. <laughs> Next question, <laughs> Lawrence. I've been seeing Tyron Taylor post some videos working out with some of the DBs that were on the team pre-coach prime. Is he or any of the DBs from last year's team decent enough to start? Yeah, I've seen that video too. Haven't watched it. Um, Nico Reed's on the thumbnail, and I'd say he's the most him and Trevor Woods. Trevor Woods, Woods yeah. Nico Reed, Trevor Woods, both in will be in the mix. Yep, for sure. Uh, um, and we are still getting flack for uh, for our Shiloh. respect of Trevor Woods. Yeah, it's not about Shiloh. It's about Trevor. That's true. And I also love Shiloh. He's not even on the roster yet, though. Can we at least get cut a break for that? That is true. We should get cut a break. Although, yeah, yeah we're, we'll take our break. <laughs> Next question. Ryan asking question for the boys. A couple weeks ago, I referenced a YouTube working list of games for Jake to watch. Offseason is here. I submit 62-36 as the first one, Jake. I hope you enjoy line play. I do enjoy line play. Oh, bro, you are going to see... A Nebraska defensive line. Nebraska's ranked number one in the country. Just get mauled. <laughs> Literally embarrassed at every level by a CU offensive line that was badass. You know, Andre Girard mm-hmm. is on that offensive line. Multiple NFL guys. Um, but it's a, just a thing to behold just watching those guys. I mean... You or I could have run for 200 in that game. Yeah. Like, they're just wa- – uh, Chris Brown is going through some of the biggest holes you will ever see. I'll watch it this week. <clears throat> and Musburger is on the call. I wonder – I can't remember with who. And he's just, like, beside himself Yeah. at what the CU offensive line is doing. I'll watch it this week. Maybe oh, we'll turn that into a segment. I almost want to watch with you just to <laughs> see your reaction. 
H family. How is CU's relationship with Eric Bieniemy? Do you think he will make a guest appearance at the spring game this year? Well, you saw um, the video I did with him. He was yep. clearly excited for the Buffs. Right. Um, I think the relationship is good. Uh, it's a complicated one. Yeah. Um, obviously, I've I've talked about it before, but you know, got in some trouble on campus. Mm -hmm. um, then, when he was a coach, it's it's crazy to think that like. He's now a two-time Super Bowl winning offensive coordinator because when he was the offensive coordinator of the Buffs within this, almost within this decade, it was a, just an outright disaster. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and a lot of that had to do with the players. Like they just didn't have guys. Right. Um, They're starting a transfer quarterback from Kansas who was a backup at Kansas. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like things were dark and they had no guys. Um, and even after they recruited a little bit, they still had so much they were just dealt an empty cupboard. So so that's part of it. But, <clears throat> you know, he's still in that fraternity of national champions. Like right. Him and Darian Hagan and, mm -hmm. like, all these guys, they're, they're still a part of it. And he was genuinely excited, like, just watching him talk about it. Yeah. Um, I was hyped that he immediately, like, recognized me and yeah, you know, wanted dope. to talk buffs. Um, so it, I'm rooting for him. I, I You know, he is going to get an opportunity to go be the offensive coordinator somewhere else, which I think is what he needs. I think mm -hmm. everyone just gives all the credit for anything he's done to Andrew Reid or Patrick right. Mahomes. Right. He needs to get a fresh start somewhere. I hope he goes somewhere where there's guys. Like he was mentioned in the Ravens mm -hmm. opportunity. Like I hope he gets that. That'd be huge. Because then he has an opportunity to be creative with elite talent mm -hmm. rather than like I saw him mentioned with the Commanders. And I'm just like, it doesn't matter who you put there, they're probably going to fail. Yeah. Does Mike McDaniel give you head coach vibes? He definitely would not have. Um, <laughs> but I was one of the first people on the Mike McDaniel train. Yeah? Not because of any unearthing that I did. I got a text from someone who worked with him mm -hmm. and said, the Broncos should be in on Mike McDaniel. He's the smartest person I've ever met in football outside of Kyle Shanahan. Wow. And so I was like, all right, I got to look into this guy. And I started looking into him. And I was like, I think the Broncos should hire him. This was last year. Mm -hmm. Um, but you're right. Not a uh, no. not a head coach vibes guy. Sean Payton head coach vibes. Big head coach vibes. Love that. Hell yeah. Big TZ with the super chat. Do you think CU joining the SEC keeps Coach Prime from moving? Do you, okay, let's expand this a bit. Do you think Coach Prime, dependent on where CU ends up in this realignment phase, is dependent on how long Coach Prime stays here? Or will potentially? I think it's all. It's a few things. Does he ever have an issue getting recruits? Mm -hmm. Which right now it doesn't seem like the answer is yes. Right. Um, so if he feels like he can get anyone in the country to come to Colorado, that that's checking off one box. Mm -hmm. Two is can Colorado continue to up the dollars, right? Mm -hmm. You know, he says it's not about the money, and I actually truly believe him. But you have to be able to be in the arena. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? When... I don't want to use Florida State. Um, who's the school that Alabama? If Nick Saban retires, that one's also too no? much. Oh, okay, just like a regular SEC school. Let's say when Mississippi State okay. comes calling and they're willing to double his salary, mm -hmm. can you get in the? Are you able to stay in the arena? Are you able to stay in the ballpark and say, "Hey, we can do that too," or we can get close with yeah. this incentive or that incentive? That's going to be important. And then the third one is just, are you relevant? Mm -hmm. Because as long as the Pac-12 is around and you have a chance to win it, then you get to stay relevant. Right. But if, if something were to happen where the Pac-12 falls apart 
and the Buffs are scrambling to try to jump into an irrelevant conference, that's where I think, okay, well, now he's going to leave to go take another, even if it's a lateral move to a school that's in the game mm-hmm. um, at one of those bigger conferences, I think that plays a role. But I believe there's a world where they win here, go to the Big Ten, and nothing stops Coach Prime from staying for a long, long time. I think you're right. I think that's more realistic than him bouncing after two years, to be completely honest. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he does this stuff to get here and leave. No. And, like, I I've, I think the love for Colorado that he's built is real. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think as long as the Buffs don't screw anything up with him, he'll be here a long time. He hasn't even been here for summer yet. Yeah. He's going to love it. Oh, summer, summer in Boulder, like... I've transit. I've become a Denver guy, right? And I love summer in Denver too. But summer in Boulder is elite, especially because not that it, there's anything wrong with the students being there. The students all leaves, and right. then it's like there's no traffic mm-hmm. and there's no like lines anywhere. Oh, it's elite. He'll love it. Sean with the super chat. Uh, what's up with the DMVR spring tailgate? Hashtag I'm coming. Sean's coming. We're gonna make it happen. We're yep. going to make something happen. It is, let me tell you a little something about DNVR. It is February. Yeah. That is in April. Yeah. We do, n- we can't, we never work that far ahead mm-hmm. because we've always got something this week that has like all of our focus. Right. So we'll obviously plan more ahead than this week, but we got some time. You know where to find all the details when they come out. Um, oh, yeah. I got a Twitter question just real quick to wrap this up. I was asked by B. Gordon, can CU be legit to recruits wanting exposure without being on network television? Wait, what was it? So can, can CU be legit for recruits wanting exposure without being on network television? Talking about the media deal. If they get a streaming partner for the Pac-12 as opposed to a TV deal, do you think that play into the minds of recruits? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think it actually makes you more accessible for your family, for sure. which is what really matters to these kids. Yeah. Um, obviously everyone wants to play on national TV. Colorado is going to play on national TV. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, if you're, if the PAC 12 does a deal with Apple TV, Mm -hmm. that makes it super easy for mom and grandma and, you know, uncle to watch the games rather than, Oh, which cable thing do we have to get? And what package do we have to buy? If you live in the Northeast or the Southeast, like, Oh, I can't get the buffs game this weekend. You won't have to deal with that. We just had another question in there. I think it was from Lawrence up there. There it is. Uh, RK, can you explain why you weren't able to get Coach <laughs> Prime or staff while they were on Radio Row? I tried. Yeah. Uh, they said he was, he was too busy. Um, uh, you know, I, I talked to his people, and they said, okay, maybe we'll try to get something uh, in between. I was like, cool, I'll be ready. And I actually um, talked to Bucky and Darius, and I was like, oh, let's do a quick little thing on the side. Let me go grab our camera guy. When I went to go do it, they I came back. They were busy. And I was like, okay, I'll get them after this. Well, they went straight into like um, this like green room where media wasn't allowed. Mm-hmm. And then I never saw them again. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> that one I actually thought we were able to get. Um, but that one didn't work out either. We've obviously talked to them about coming down here. I think that's still in the cars. I think that'll end up happening, which I'm super excited for. But Dope. I was told... Immediately, Coach Prime's completely booked, um, so maybe we can squeeze something in. And then uh, when I tried that, I was told no. Just watching YouTube from last week, everyone who was everyone that was there wanted to talk to Coach Prime. Of course. So. Yeah, and like I, I, I don't know. I, I try not to uh, be like too self-important about it. You know, it's like, hey, 
Every, like you said, everyone in the world wants to talk to Coach Prime. Yes, we're a little different in the sense that we talk about Coach Prime every single day, whereas right. everyone else, you know, comes and goes. Um, but it's a little different at the Super Bowl, you know. It's not exactly. as if we were in Denver. Yeah, he was Deion Sanders at the Super Bowl. He wasn't right. Coach Prime there. <clears throat> and I have to tell you, you know, I tweeted out about this a little bit. The admiration that exists for Coach Prime is unmatched. You know, I think if Peyton Manning or those type of people walked in, it would be similar. Mm -hmm. But when when I tell you, like, I'm trying to think of a like some of the players who were there. Some of the greatest players in NFL history are walking around, and they just don't – they're just a guy. Mm -hmm. You know, like, people – obviously, people are wanting to talk to him, but there's not, like, a mob. Right. With Coach Prime, every person in that building wanted to say hi to Coach Prime, and the biggest one was the – Former players, like the young former players. Pac-Man, B-Marsh. Yeah. Exactly. Those guys are just beside themselves talking to Coach Prime. It is crazy the way that he, the, the weight that he carries when he walks into a room full of famous people. Mm -hmm. To be the one that turns heads is just crazy. And the whole time I'm just thinking like, dude, this guy's the coach of Colorado. <laughs> How did we get this lucky? It's wild, man. Chris with the super chat. The best part of Coach Prime loving Colorado already is he hasn't been here for the best part. Imagine when he and these Florida recruits enjoy summer with no humidity. Absolutely. That's what that's what just blows everything out of the water. Mm -hmm. They're learning about the cold with no humidity right now, which is lovely because it's not right. that cold. Um, when you hit the summer with no humidity, like it'll be like, I'll just put it this way. It's usually hottest here between 1 and 3 p.m., mm -hmm. If I see it's 95 degrees, I would still book a tea time between 1 and, 5, 1 and 3 p.m. without even thinking twice about it. Like yep. 95 here is hot, but not like, oh, man, you're going to be sweating through your clothes and you can't, you know, you can't right. be outside. for. It is unbelievable the summers out here. And they, they have been getting hotter uh, in recent years. And it's still just like. All it takes is one trip. You know, I, I make visits to Washington, D.C. with Allie, and that's because that's where her family's at. And it's just like, oh, my God. Yeah. How do these people do this every day? Well, especially here. If it's 95 degrees and even you have a, the slightest of breezes, you're set. Completely. All right. There it is. Welcome oh. back, man. We cleared 200. We cleared 200. It's great to be back. Great to talk, Buffs. Thank you for catching me up. I got you. Appreciate you guys for uh, hanging out with us in the comments. Feels good. See you guys tomorrow. Same time, same place. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs.